Algar Productions. Welcome to the Post-Atomic Horror, the most comprehensive Star Trek podcast ever produced, with your hosts, Ron Algar-Watt and Matt Robotham. Episode 406, covering maps and legends, with Gab Brown. Hi, friends. It's uh, week two of the Picard show, and uh, Gav's here. Yeah. Hello. Welcome back. That's not the line. You have to say the line. Uh, I actually don't. I don't know the line. Yeah, he's putting you on the spot now. Yeah. No, the line is you opening a beer, and you told us you weren't having a beer. I'm drinking. threw us off. Hot Earl Grey. I mean, it's very... Not, it's not. very on brand for you to be drinking a thematically appropriate beverage, but it, also you're not drinking beer, and that's just weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, am... I will be drinking beer, but not now. Oh, well, I mean, that's pretty much always true of you, isn't it? Uh, and I will be again. That's the beauty yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ah. Uh, so, the show's still pretty good, huh? Yeah. Yes. I'm another really week, another. It. That was pretty good. Yeah, like I, I am still a little guarded just because Discovery has jerked us around so much. Mm-hmm. I'm still like, well, okay, last week was good, but let's see. And I'm probably gonna be like that all ten weeks, but so far so good. Just waiting for that other yeah. shoe to drop. Yep. Well, there's better writers involved in this. There's uh, Michael Chavon and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Akiva Goldsman. Oh. Yeah, um, didn't, what else is, didn't uh, he write uh, Batman and Robin? Yeah, yeah. I know. We're, we're all just fine with that now. We're just going to you know, be fine with him writing things. Yeah. You, you'd think they would have taken his Writer's Guild card away forever after that. But, uh, <laughs> and his pen. We're going uh-huh. to have to ask for your pen. <laughs> your pen and your gun. <laughs> well, the pen's mightier than a sword, but... The gun's mightier than both of them. That's so why I they let him to be safe. Yeah. Well, that's why they let him keep the sword. Right. Exactly. They don't want him to have nothing. That would be rude. Yes. Right. So, so, so he wrote the entire script for Picard using the sword on the ground. <laughs> he carved it. He carved it in a Spanish guard's shirt like Zorro. <laughs> Did he dip it in ink or just? No, he just wrote it. He just cut it out on the shirt. Made it yeah. really hard to to, to read. That's yeah, pretty badass mm-hmm. though. Uh, before we get started, um, so uh, over the years, uh, longtime listeners will know there's there's a guy named Richard uh, who has created a number of original songs based on the ridiculous things we say on this show. Uh-huh. And Richard has delighted us with yet another uh, little song. Uh, this is basically like a jingle. It's it's short, but also I'm a real fan of if there's one joke, just deliver the joke and go. Like it doesn't belabor the sure. point. It's exactly as long as it needs to be. So, without any further ado, here is the latest from Richard. Who's that guy picking grapes in the yard? I'm Captain Picard. Very good. Uh Uh-huh. Excellent use of sampling there. Sure. The full marks. Excellent use of dog and Matt. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Richard Spruill featuring Matt, parentheses, and a dog. (laughs) All right, so that said, uh, why don't we uh, listen to Gav tell us what happened in this episode? Which is why maps don't we? Yes, Maps and Legends, the, mis- the mysteriously titled Maps and Legends. Probably related to Shakespeare or something. Anyway, Probably. flashback time, synths are made to be workhorses, not literally, on Mars. One of the, one of the synths takes down the Mars shields and destroys the Utopia Planitia shipyard. Fast forward to today, and Picard and his Romulan roommates discuss Soji, the first death. It's probably the Tao Shiar, but Laris blames the Jat Vash. I'm sure there's medication for that. But apparently they're even older than the Tao Shiar, and even more secret. Shh. Oh, and they hate androids. Whether they dream of electric sheep or otherwise. Laris now narrows down Dodge's sister's location to anywhere in the universe except Earth. Good work. <laughs> Dateline Borg Cube of the former variety. Narek and Soji the second are in bed together, so it must be time for business. It's business time. <laughs> Picard meets with his doctor, who tells him he's possibly very sick, but it won't show up in your tricorder. 
Then Picard goes to Starfleet to ask for a ship. That can't possibly go wrong, right? Yes. The Admiral tells him to fuck off, more or less. Dr. Girati of last episode fame popped by the Picard residence for some Earl Grey and to let him know that Soji I was likely constructed to get a job at the Daystrom Institute. Head of Starfleet Security, Commodore O, meets with Lieutenant Rizzo. She seems to have been behind the attack on Daj. Also, Rizzo's best man, Narek, is on the case, uh, was on the case to, to find her twin. Rizzo is also an undercover Romulan and Narek's sister. Owen Picard takes a bottle of wine as a peace offering to someone called Ruffy. I need to lie down now. You can really hear the <laughs> disdain in your voice for the word for the name Rizzo. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, it is by bad thing. It sure is. Well, let's hear it. It, it. It's the name Lieutenant Rizzo. Not the character, nor the fact mm-hmm. that they're a secret Romulan, nor that they seem to be behind things, or that their brother is Narek. Nope. It's because she's called Rizzo. And all I'm able to think about is Rizzo the Rat from the Muppets. Now Star Trek is ruined forever. Now, if they cast Rizzo the Rat as Lieutenant Rizzo, then maybe you've got a Star Trek going. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's Rizzo and there's also Raffi, who I don't know if you're familiar with, with Raffi in the UK, but uh, very popular children's singer here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Writer he... Of Baby Beluga. And Bananaphone, yes? Yes, Bananaphone. I, I'm aware of Bananaphone from the internet. Yeah, there was a meme of it years ago, and it was my ringtone for the longest time because I thought it was impossibly clever to have an Apple phone with the ringtone Bananaphone. Oh, that's the... That's the kind of dork that I am. Uh, when you when you said synths are made to be workhorses, you made me think of the Mitchell and Webb uh, pit pony sketch, which I don't know if everyone knows that one, but uh, delighted me. So. Weirdly, Basic, the, the, okay. that bit reminds me of um, there's a, there's a Doctor Who episode a two parter where they've got the the synths and the relationship to workers reminds me of that because they sort of clone them people clone themselves. But they're sort of uh, not not good clones, but they can still work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it just sort of remind me of their relationship to the synths. And that's that sounds very Doctor Who. Like that that's not in a disparaging way. Just like what you described there. If you said what sci-fi franchise is this, it just sounds very Doctor Who to me. Mm-hmm. There's also um, it reminded me a lot of there was an Aliens game that came out a couple of years ago that had like synthetic like and like really shitty android workers in it because mm-hmm. those super realistic androids from aliens kept killing people right so and, they're like okay let's let's go back a couple steps. and they were the, it's the same thing it's just like why do you look like that well let's let's start with that whole sequence because i really enjoyed that i liked mm-hmm. like we saw the mars uh, uh incident like from a different perspective in the short but i liked getting sort of more firsthand like okay the synths were programmed or, or, you know, backdoored or whatever and revolted. And I, I like spending a minute with them. They, they look like data, mm-hmm. they act like data, but they're different enough that it's not just like more data. Well, they've clearly, th- th- these guys are my good thing. Actually, they clearly are from data without being mm-hmm. data. You know, like you can see the sort of like, we took this, yeah, they got the and makeup and the contact lenses, yeah. but mm-hmm. also, you know, and the mannerisms are similar. Like they're trying to, have a sense of humor but they don't really know what it is Mm -hmm. but it's also just not the same jokes that they did with data it's a little different i will i will be very interested to see sort of how intelligent they're supposed to be versus like you know like are they developing intelligence is this why they attacked you know all this stuff we don't know yet you had said like the central conflict of uh measure of a man was picard was concerned that other sentient androids would be enslaved and presumably these ones aren't sentient i mean hope. i i assume that's sort of what they're going for you know there's like a degree of sentience in that it's enough to get work done but like that's the, you don't need sentience to do that though you true. don't need self-awareness to to do a job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they definitely do seem to be low, like even like the doctor from voyager was sentient so they, mm-hmm. they definitely do seem to be lower down than him right but also, Starfleet didn't seem like it had a problem with using those guys to uh, do dangerous, shitty jobs. Yeah, that's I remember also that. True. I th- mm. Yeah, I do. I had forgotten. But yeah. <laughs> well, well, we did. We we've only seen one like that. I'm aware of one uh, like hologram so far when Picard went to his storage locker. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that one that one didn't seem like a slave exactly. No, so. 
we'll see. But no, I liked like if if this had been my week to pick a quote, there's a bit where he's just trying to fit in with the humans and they're like, Did you have a good night? And he goes, Hell yeah. <laughs> it's really cute. Like whoever they got to play him did that Brent Spiner sort of naive trying to copy people yeah. without being obnoxious about it thing, it, it but was, it also wasn't a Brent Spiner impression. Like it was I really like that. Very much a get me a Doug Jones type, but not Doug Jones. He's on the show already. <laughs> yeah, we got that. We got one of them. <laughs> and uh Gav, you pointed out that uh that his name was weirdly ominous as well. Well yes, it's because they all seem to be called F F and then a number and his was mm. F eight, which is fate. Oh, Bit that like before and before and all that kind of thing. It's more clever yeah. than before. I mean, most things are. <laughs> my my banana phone ringtone is more clever than <laughs> And more sentient. <laughs> Oddly enough. Uh so okay. Uh there's so many things to talk about. Like they're packing a lot into these episodes. They're which very I like. busy episodes. Yeah, I just weirdly, want to make sure we cover. I've, I've heard people say that these the first three episodes are slow or something. And I'm like, I are they? Not that at all. No. I can I can see from a Star Trek perspective they are. There wasn't a lot of like big space action. There weren't laser guns and spaceships firing at each other. Like it was mostly people talking in rooms. But mm-hmm. it's Patrick Stewart. He's very good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen Better Call Saul. That's slow, but good. I, yeah, but also that and Breaking Bad were more sort of like, uh, like the suspense was part of it. Like mm. they're they're definitely channeling like a, a Hitchcock vibe there. I, I get p- what people want from Star Trek. Well, you know, they want a, a realistic show swarming with magic robots. <laughs> yes, but, <you> exactly. <laughs> but a lot of people want more action, and I think this is not the show for that. There's some action. Yeah but I think you're going to get a lot more character stuff. I think you're going to get a lot more, like there's a ton of exposition too. And I hope they let up on that later. Like I'm okay with it now, but mm-hmm. so far these have been two very expository episodes. Well, I think and... you, you need that when we're, you know, yeah. we're start we're, one, we're starting out a series and two, we're getting reacquainted. We're picking up with universe. someone. Yeah. We're picking up with someone 20 years later. Yeah. I get that. And I'm not complaining. Like so far it's fine. Yeah. But I don't want all ten episodes to be as as exposition heavy as these two have been because it's it's a lot. Well, hopefully after these two, we're sort of clear on where we are and what's going on, and we can just get down to the plot. Yeah, we'll see. Again, I don't mind it though. Mm-hmm. Like, if they make it work, it's fine. And actually, we had all talked about how we really liked how a bunch of the exposition unfolded uh, in the next bit, where uh, Picard and his uh, uh, Romulan refugee friends. Mm-hmm. We're trying to sort of piece together what happened to Dodge. And, um, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that, uh, well, the direction in this thing is is my good thing. It's just mm-hmm. great. Um, mm-hmm. Both the cinematography and particularly one scene with the Admiral, where which is later on, but they cut away from it early, but keep the sound and switch to Picard going down the escalator with the Admiral then saying, go home. I just mm-hmm. think it moves the things along better and visually helps. And another example is that is the is the scenes with Laris and Picard because they show it in parallel, mm-hmm. and it keeps things dynamic. Um, yeah, there's so, yeah. there's two separate things being explained to us, and each of them individually would have been a little dry, I think. Yeah, but but they're intercut, and we're getting a bunch of information about two different things at the same time, and it's not confusing, and it keeps you engaged because just as one thing's getting bored, they switch to the other thing, and. And it keeps it, like you say, dynamic. It's yeah, it's very good. I could imagine I probably probably were two different scenes in the script, right? But then they've they've put them together, which works. Yeah, yeah. No, I really like that's that. great. And I like directing. getting, I like getting to know the two Romulans more. Yes, they're um, both great. Yes, they are. Particularly her. Like we spend more time with her. She's mm-hmm. apparently former Tal Shiar. Probably wink, wink. It's very Garrick. Yep. Whoever said I was a spy? Nobody. That's who. There's a bit where she's she's using some shady Romulan tech that's illegal on Earth, and she, and he says that, and she's like, "Really? I had no idea." And then uh, he's like, "Yeah, but also those techniques are unreliable." Well, yes, that is what we want you to think. <laughs> this is a lot of good moments like Just that. Just a simple housekeeper, nothing to see uh-huh. here. <laughs> and I love, like, I like this in the last one too. I like their old married couple vibe. Oh yeah, like it's a it's a fun. 
dynamic instead of two Romulan strangers that he brought into his like strangers to each other. Mm -hmm. I like that they have a relationship with each other as well as with him. Like that makes it more interesting to me. Oh yeah, no that that scene where uh, he's going to leave and she she freaks out at him is great. <laughs> uh, take that one with you. You'll both be dead. <laughs> very good. No, and I like him. Like it also feels very Picard. Like yes, he's a good man and he stands up for the right thing and he gives his passionate speeches but also it feels about right that he'd probably have a romulan spy just like access to one somewhere just mm -hmm. just in case yeah just just to keep his you know finger on the pulse mm -hmm. yeah it is kind of interesting that he has two i don't know people housekeepers i guess but they're both in the tau shiar or were in the tau shiar well it's... i i the impression i got from the last episode was that they were refugees was that mm -hmm. they yeah. came so... from when romulus was destroyed and he brought them into his home yes so he probably helped them. But it's a bit, uh, I don't know, do, do Starfleet know that they're there? They probably I mean, know that some Romulans are living with him, but uh, I imagine after the, the like, I imagine there's probably more Romulans living on Earth. Also, it sounds like she's pretty good at covering their tracks. That is also true. So if, if she doesn't want them to know, then they don't know. I don't love the... There's a Tal Shiar that's even more Tal Shiar than the Tal Shiar, and they're older and more evil. Like, that. that's a little... Eh. That's very Section 31. It is. Uh, on the other hand, I don't care that much. I, I do yeah. like the line, though. It's just like, well, I mean, it, it's Romulus. Everything is a secret, so... Yeah, I, oh, the, yes. yeah, I like their explanation for why there's a jet lash, because why wouldn't there be? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it feels very Romulan. And the, the line specifically that she said is, uh, well, it's redundant to say secret Romulan anything. Just assume everything Romulan is a secret. <laughs> like, she's got a little bit of cynicism about her people, too. I like I, that. That's completely understandable, honestly. Yeah. She's no, like, oh, I, these guys. We're, we're getting different kinds of Romulans. Like, they've always just been the hands-on-hips cackling villains, and we get some of those, too. But sure. We get more of a variety. Like, they are they feel like more of an actual group of people instead of just, you know, yeah. one template for the same person. It's not all just like, like, we are the Romulans, we're up to evilness. No, anytime Star Trek establishes an alien race, you want individuals within that race. Mm -hmm. Just like Vulcans, you know, like Tuvok needs to be different from Spock, who needs to be different from, like the Vulcan captain who played baseball with Cisco. Like mm. they're, they're different, you know, and they're, they're doing a really good job here of making them feel more like people. Yeah. Which I like. Um, Matt, what was your bad thing? Uh, so we have the scene where, uh, Picard goes to Starfleet headquarters to sort of get a ship to go out and look for Bruce Maddox. And he meets with an Admiral and I really wish it had been Admiral Nechev. Mm hmm. As much as I disliked her back in the day, and I did, <laughs> you really did. Uh, I would have loved to have to have seen her show up because the it it's implied that Picard and this woman have a history. Um, yeah, she's the one that told him like that uh, to to stand down rescuing the Romulans. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck that! I want to help them." Yeah, uh, Picard and Admiral Nechev have an actual history, and I would have loved to have seen him like just show up in her office again, just like. I need a ship. Fuck off. Yeah, but she was an admiral 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Would she still be an admiral? Entirely possible. That doesn't, that doesn't feel right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, she'd, she'd be a Commodore now. No, Commodore's below admiral, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think, I think it's between captain and admiral, I'm pretty sure. I haven't had to think about Commodores in like eight years, so. I am very happy that Commodore still exists. That was a, that was a very uh, exciting discovery this week. It was a it was a thing that I had written into an Endeavor episode just because I wanted a you know mm -hmm. like someone to be a pain in the ass to the captain, and I I don't know I I've always I always enjoyed that from the from the original series and yeah and we weren't it wasn't clear from next gen if they still existed so it was just nice to see yeah um I don't know the like who they got for the admiral was okay the scene was great mm -hmm. but I feel like it's one of those times we say this a lot but like when you get a powerful scene with Patrick Stewart, you need another actor who can really carry it. And I think she was pretty good, but I think they could have gotten someone a little better. Yeah. Like Admiral Nechev. <laughs> yeah. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. It would have been good to, you know, uh, yeah, basically for Nechev to, to tell Picard that he couldn't go into space. Yeah. Quite well, fast and, and swear, obviously. Yeah, of course. She had to say, you know, what is it? I can't believe you're fucking... Sheer fucking hubris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Or or Hubert, I guess. <laughs> yes, Which, because apparently, I mean, yeah. fair. He he has been gone for like twenty years, and then just shows up one day. I'd like a ship now, please. I I just like the note that I wrote down was like you you people from the Enterprise. It's always just you. <laughs> like oh, I've been out of Starfleet for twenty years, but now I've got to go back on one last mission. Shut up. Well, let's see who in this room saved the actual fucking universe. Show of hands. That's what I thought. Also, Matt, you you continue to have no problem with people saying fuck in Star Trek, but you don't like it when they say dude. That's correct. I don't understand. I'm complicated, Al. No, not really. I contain multitudes. No, you don't. <laughs> multitude. <laughs> multitude. <laughs> Did you I've like s- it when, uh, uh, what do you call her, Lara said cheeky fuckers? Yes, actually. Oh, did she said? I thought she said buggers. No, fuckers. I'm sure she said. Oh. I mean, well, she had a bit of an Irish accent, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some Irish people are allowed to swear. Of course, of course. No, Thank I mean. Fuck just, for that. <laughs> no, but I mean, you're you're more used to hearing, like, people who sound like that, so you probably can, like, pick out the nuance of it is what I'm saying. But like I didn't, I didn't catch her accent in the previous episode. Like they didn't speak much. I thought they just were sort of vaguely British. So it was, you know, it was interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, an Irish Romulan. Okay. Yes, I heard the last show, and I was like, they were both British. Uh, oh, oh, were they? Oh, well, I'll be on the next show. I'll tell you. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, we went through this in the crossover too. When I said the uh, the family from um, uh, the royal family had the same accent as English Gavin, you both got real quiet and like, no, no, they don't. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. we'll talk about Picard, not the royal family. I mean, that happened to me, and it happened to me partially <laughs> because of you, so. It happened to me. We can't unsee it. We can't unring that bell. <laughs> well, I can't see the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, and that happened mostly because of Matt, but, you know, same, same situation. I had veto power. I could have stopped it, and I didn't. <laughs> so you did I'm nothing. Well, <laughs> yes. I did nothing as well, so here we are. Yeah. All, all, right. all it needs was for good people to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did I did like all of the Picard going to Starfleet. Uh the the guy at the desk not recognizing him, that was a great little bit yep. where he's like, uh, yes, I'm here to see the head person in charge. And the guy's like, Okay, your name. And the look is of politeness. He's not offended, he's not like arrogant, like, well, of course everyone knows who I am. He's just like, Oh, right. I haven't been in in years. This is a kid, uh, Picard, and then he spells it for him. Yep. It's just, like the the emotions that go across his face in like the five seconds are just so good. Don't don't you know me from the song, Captain <laughs> Picard, USS? Enterprise. Sir, I I wasn't born when that song came out. Oh God! So oh, much. you you millennials and your memes. <laughs> uh, so then we find out uh, where. The Borg came from. And and once again, I'm very pleased the show is not stretching out all the dumb mysteries forever. Like, that was the cliffhanger last week, and now we know what it is. No, it's, like, a, it's, there... it's, it's a good mystery thing. You get an answer, and you get a new thing. Yeah, that's how serialized TV should work, mm-hmm. but we both know. Oh, yeah. Lots of shows, especially Discovery, mm-hmm. love to do that thing because Lost did it. Every week you add to the mystery and add to the mystery. And it's like, why don't you solve one thing and move on to the next one? That's much better. Yeah. And that's what they did. The The Borg Cube is inert. It uh, it, it shut down through, we don't know how. Uh, Gav, you looked it up. Uh, apparently it happened sometime between well, uh, that, Nemesis yeah, that, and now. So. There was a sign in it that said uh, 5,800, this like, Borg Cube is... 5,843 days free with a, without an assimilation or something like that. Which is which, a great little background gag. Too. Yeah. Which is 16 years, so it was 2383 in which nothing happened. Right. No, that was that was one of the years between Nemesis and now, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like from First Contact or Best of Both Worlds. It yeah. was just some 
who knows the Borg showed up. But what I like is it's basically an archaeological dig. It's basically like we have this broken down Borg cube and we have all these like academic types and scientific types like here to study it and pick it apart and like they assimilated cultures we've never heard of and we're studying them. Mm -hmm. We're studying the Borg tech and like and this is my good thing. I think we've been very clear on the show that we're not especially excited to see the Borg again, but they found an interesting way to work them into the story. Yeah. Like, I don't want them just to be back because they're the bad guys, but this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's the, um, the autopsy scene I thought was so friggin' awesome. Yeah. Just it's, because those, those cubes are huge. It would mm-hmm. take science people years to pick apart every little thing. Like, I don't know. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. The whole thing is just very cool, you know, like, yeah. And I mean, I'm also still worried that inevitably it's going to become active again. Oh, yeah, there's no way that's not going to happen at some point. But <sighs> I'm okay if that's like if that's like the danger for like one episode, you know, either that or another board is going to come to reclaim that one. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I don't know. I, I think. So many of my problems with the show are just, I'm worried what's going to happen next. And that's not fair. It's just, I've been burned so many times by the other show. I know. I know. <sighs> but no, I, I, uh, no one's more surprised than me. I was happy to see the Borg. Mm-hmm. Did not expect that at all. Uh, my bad thing though. <sighs> so we have this Romulan plot, a ploy to start a war. <laughs> and I'm all for like, I, I loved uh, Picard versus the Admiral. I love, like, I always like Captain versus bureaucrats. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the captains have done that. And she's a degree. she's a great representation of sort of modern, shitty Starfleet, too. Yeah, and I like, y- you called it, even if it wasn't Nechev, she's still a Nechev type. It's still the yes. same kind of conflict he had with her. Yeah. Which is, like, not everyone thinks Picard is this great hero. Some of them think he's kind of an asshole and needs to fall in fucking line. And the ass who did whatever the hell he felt like for fucking 20 years. And I like I like that some people see it that way. Um, I, I really like that. I wish that had been the central conflict. But now it's like, well, but maybe she isn't. But the Commodore and at least one other officer are working with the Romulans. Yeah. And it's like, oh, not another, like, dissension in the ranks. Like... Starfleet is, you know what I mean? Like, I'd much rather it just be Starfleet has gone a little wrong on its own. Yeah. Not, you know, the Romulans have infiltrated Starfleet. Yeah. I, we, we, it just because we've seen people infiltrate Starfleet at least twice, probably more. Oh, it's come up in individual episodes as well. But yeah, well, as far I was as thinking like big specifically arcs go, yeah. of, uh, of, uh, DS9 and, uh, Conspiracy. Right. No, those are those are like the big ones. I mm-hmm. know it's come up a little bit here and there as well. Sure, but like, there, there's always anytime our heroes are sort of like at odds with the you know the higher ups. It's always because they're being controlled by some alien force, yeah. and I I just want them to be assholes. Yeah, man. Like it's so easy to just have like Starfleet occasionally just like yeah, we're not going in the right direction right now. You know, yeah, a lot, Every a lot of years. higher ups made real stupid decisions and we kind of suck and we need this old dude to make us better again. <laughs> I think it will be a bit of both that I don't know if they're being controlled, but I think mm. people are saying things to them that they're because they're also easily believing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, definitely I mean, we're making a lot of assumptions. You, you may be right that it's mm. just like they're they're more easily influenced. That's true. Like I think the uh, uh, Commodore is probably a Vulcan and doesn't really isn't a part of the quote unquote conspiracy. Mm-hmm. But well, the, she's directly uh, working with this Romulan chick, so I, I yeah, but know. I don't know if she knows that she's a Romulan. Doesn't she? She never said anything about it, mm-hmm. and whenever she saw her, she was in her human guise. True. She wears a disguise to look like human guys. That's <laughs> <Yes>. true. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a good point. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, just that's the thing. That that's the thing with ha- reviewing a new show. None of us fucking know anything. I know, no, and that's I like what that. I like because yeah. Usually, when I've reviewed things with you, it's been like, well, I know that's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. but no, yeah. it's just like, well, what do you think is going to happen? No, it's it's great. Yeah, I'm just I have to get over my 
concern that they're going to mess it up mm-hmm. because they keep messing it up. But yeah, it's I, it could go in a lot of interesting directions. I hope it doesn't go in the obvious direction. Yeah. But I suppose we will see. I like that they call uh, Picard the Hermit of Labar. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Oh, so we had uh, the doctor that he served with on the Stargazer mm-hmm. show up. And uh, I, I double-checked just to be sure we have not seen this guy before. He's a, he's a character actor we've seen in everything. And I thought, okay, maybe you know, maybe this guy did show up in Next Gen, like Picard met his old friend from the Stargazer. But nope, never seen him before. Yeah. And gives him the news that he's got some kind of degenerative uh, neurological disorder, which he doesn't say aromatic syndrome, which is what he had in All Good Things, but it sounds exactly the same. Yeah, it could so. easily be that. It's the yeah. same uh, place that it comes from, mm, the yes. parietal lobe. Yeah, and the same symptoms and the same prognosis, which is you are going to go crazy and then die. Mm-hmm. So that's and fun. Yeah. I don't know. I like that because uh, when when he was time jumping and he asked Bever to look, she's like, you know what? You do have the, the very start of it, but it might be nothing. Mm-hmm. It'll take years to manifest. And I like that that kind of played out. Yep. And years later, here it is. Yes. But Boy, there's nothing that's... I like more than watching Patrick Stewart have a degenerative mental uh, condition. Well, there is that. But it but it is also it gives him a little extra motivation, which I did like. Sure. Because. Um, uh the guy says, um, uh, if you, you know, if you do go out there, like, I hope whatever you run into kills you before this does. Uh-huh. And he's like, you still want to go out there knowing? And he's like, I want to go out there more than ever knowing. Mm. Such a good moment to me. Yeah. Because he doesn't have much time now and he wants to do this one last good thing. And mm-hmm. it was very him. Yeah, I like really it a lot. That. Yep. Me too. I mean, you know, once again, Patrick Stewart, good actor. Yeah. Knew. Shocking. Yes, I know. Every, you know. Okay. Sorry. I was just to say, we don't... Maybe I'm just seeing conspiracies everywhere, but do we know that the Doctor... I mean, why... I mean, you could say well, they didn't get uh, Dr. Crusher back because Dr. Crusher, but maybe they didn't get her back because this guy is in on the whole thing as well. I've been hearing that we're probably going to see her, and I haven't heard official confirmation, but she definitely visited the set. Mm. Mm. So I don't know about that. Like, I wouldn't rule that out yet. But also, I think it was just to say, like, he's still on Earth because he's a little older because he's from the earlier ship. Like, maybe she's still out there, but this guy's retired and he's hanging out on Earth. Was That's kind of how I... And the fact that he served with him means that he's trusted, means that he's someone he can rely on. Yeah. I don't know. You, you, I, no, I, don't I guess know that's possible. Yeah, it's no, like, we don't know anything. Yeah, it could it could be a plot, a ploy to start a war, but I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think so. You'll be using that phrase a lot. <laughs> Only when you're here, I think. <laughs> Hooray! Get out. Anyway, get out of there. I mean, that came up a few weeks ago. We saw the tardigrade there when that happened. But, but, yes. But I, I kept I kept looking for the Klingon bird of prey, but it wasn't there. Wasn't it? I no. thought it was. I thought we saw it. Uh, we at least saw it decloak, like before the sequence, before the oh, self destruct. Maybe I just missed it then. Yeah. No, it definitely appeared prior to the self destruct, but maybe it wasn't there when it blew up. Um. What else? The mm. uh, Romulan with the worst fucking mohawk I've ever seen in this. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, it didn't feel like bad, like bad costume design or hair design. It felt like th- some people just have bad haircuts. <laughs> this guy's just a chump. Yeah, also a real condescending chump. This is a Romulan chump. Don't step too close to the Borg, or I guess you'll die. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> it's just kind of good. I just have lots of questions, but no, nothing really. Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, I two episodes into the new series, that's gonna happen. Mm. No, and that's good. We want to be engaged, uh, engaged, and, engaged. Uh, yeah. And and uh, again, I don't feel jerked around. There are questions, but I feel like they're answering enough of them that the mm-hmm. new questions are like. I'm pretty interested to see what happens next. So we haven't talked much about uh, the woman he approaches at the end. Yes. 
And this is this is Rizzo, yes? Raffi. Ra- Raffi. Yeah, that's Raffi. Rizzo's yeah. the uh, evil uh assassin rat. woman. Right. Of course. Yes. Because she's a rat, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. That's that's how you can remember. It's a good mnemonic. Mm-hmm. And Raffi sings banana phone. No, so she's she's this sort of generic sci-fi tough woman. Mm-hmm. Like she's living out on the land and like she's In wearing camouflage and like a camouflage tank top and she's like, I'm out of the business. What do you want, old man? You son of a bitch. And I have no idea what their history is. Like it's weird that they didn't go with anyone from from next gen. I guess I understand why. Well he mentions that like uh Loren yeah, he doesn't want brings it up like why why don't you ask these guys? They do it for you in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I really like that, actually, because your concern going in was that he's lost touch with these people, that they've grown apart. And he's like, no, they love me and they do anything I ask. And that's exactly why I don't want to ask them, because yeah. this is horrible and dangerous. And I know these idiots would throw their lives away because I said so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that's great. Yeah, they do but, anything I ask, but I'm not going to because yeah. they're, they're a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you know what Worf's up to? I don't have time to get into it, but ugh, that guy. Listen, you just... think I, you think I'm sad about Data being dead? Have you talked to Jordy in the last twenty years? Oh God, oh, yeah. Lord! I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's good. I've like... read a few people like saying that Data and Picard were like they they seem to be making up. They they were closer than they were mm. like during the no. series. But I'm thinking no. The, I mean, if it, Picard was his mentor, if anything. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. There was and, a whole thread of him, like, yeah. there were tons of episodes that opened with him showing him some new aspect of humanity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was the one, like, he's, te- they're, they're, they're acting Tempest, I seem to recall. Like, yeah, one, that, one that was the, the first thing I thought of, too. And yeah, and, he's a, uh, he, and Picard was his was Data's role model for being human. I think he said that in Unification. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, like, uh, it goes back to the first season where, like, uh, Dixon Hill, like, he brings him along for that. Yeah. He's always, like, trying to, like, oh, here's a good teachable lesson. Data, let me show you. This is a human thing. He listen, did it all the time. Listen, a lot of people like Data. He was very nice. Yes. Yes. Plus, he died on, on his command, so obviously mm-hmm. it's going to affect him a lot. Yeah, I mean, lots of people died under his command. but uh, <laughs> Lots of people one, died yeah. under his command. He was yeah, reckless. None of them was this special android. Yeah, exactly. Like well, he's, he's one he's of the not, command team that died under his command. He's not this broken up over what's his name, Lieutenant Hawk, who died in uh, First Contact. Well, wow. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like officers that have died that nobody's ever mentioned mm-hmm. again. <laughs> but no, I, I, I never for a second doubted their relationship. Like, also, it's easy when someone's gone to think like to give it more importance than there was. There's also that like out of guilt. He's like my best friend. Oh, you were, you were good friends. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> no, he was my best friend. <laughs> but I'm still, like I said, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what the deal is with this, with this lady that, that he visits at the end. And uh, I assume pretty... we'll get into that next week. Oh, of course we That'll will. That's where it introduction ends. episode. And I was I was all ready to say, well, she's not any of our old friends. Who cares? And then they immediately won me over. That's what they keep doing. They mm-hmm. keep throwing something at me that I think I'm going to hate. And then they do something cool with it. And it was like, she's like, get out of here. He's like, okay. And then he's muttering, secret Romulan plot. And she's like, oh, God damn it. All right, come on. Bring your <laughs> wine. Very good. Very I bet he sees something to do with him going to, you know, rescue people on Romulus. Mm-hmm. You think? I think I think there's probably a lot of a lot of that. Like, well, I guess the, that was sort of the last big thing we haven't seen yet. The ship he like apparently he didn't take the Enterprise to, uh, like he took a different ship to evacuate the oh, Romulus. He? Yeah, pa- apparently. Oh, I didn't catch that. I forget where I read that, but I've been doing like some Star Trek digging the last week. Surprisingly. And then the if it was is, that, he'll have known her at least well, 16 years. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I definitely feel like he's known her for a while, but also it makes sense narratively that they're continuing to fill in the gaps of things we haven't seen. And that's a whole, like, we've said it out loud, but we haven't really seen it. And we haven't, like, you know, it would be good to, to show us a flashback, maybe. Yeah. 
Well, and that's a good opportunity. Maybe that's to how do they'll that. open next week. Could be. I don't know. I'm I'm curious. Like I don't know. It's because we keep introducing characters that I enjoy and then leaving them behind. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man. But wait, they know how to write good characters. They'll just do it again. It's okay. Yeah. But I wanted him to bring Agnes with him, and I wanted him to bring his Romulans with him. And <laughs> like, come on, you're putting a crew together. These people are great. All these guys are awesome. Why are you taking them away from us? Why are you going to this new stranger? Well, he could still bring uh, Agnes with him. That's I hope true. they do. I mean, she's on the poster that I saw the other day. Oh, well, that's a good sign. <laughs> so yeah. she's going to be in more than two episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, he needs a robot expert. Mm-hmm. And what did she say? Uh, uh, people in, uh, people at the Daystrom Institute get a little secret plan-y. Like, <laughs> she's a little, little, little bit of a Joss Whedon vibe there, which uh-huh. I kind of liked. I don't know. My... My fondness for her is a li- like bordering on irrational because she's been there for five minutes and I just love her instantly. Yep. I, I, I don't know why. It's just something about her. I get it. Um, but I also like the Romulans too, and I'm disappointed yeah. they're staying on the on the grape farm. So it's got to take care of the the yeah. grapes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you heard it on the grape farm. Oh lord, so <laughs> you should be. <laughs> How dare also- you, sir? <laughs> I also need to look up if uh, when he shows up at uh, at at Rafi's house at the end there, if uh, it's Vasquez Rocks, which is where they did the Gorn fight and about a million other Star Trek mm. uh, location shots, because it looks similar. And it would be a great Star Trek callback to go to this location that they used about a thousand times in the original yeah. series. <laughs> Dirt trailer. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I opened our our shared document. Uh, before, like before, we had put everything in here when they were just sort of the bare bones in there. At one point, uh, Gav had in there. It's nice to see. I don't think we. I don't think we need to see Jacksonville of the future. Is what you had said. <laughs> yes, I wrote that last week. I'd be pretty okay, oh, okay. with that, honestly. I didn't really. I just thought I wrote a couple of stupid things in the good and bad column. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I thought you were reacting specifically to seeing her trailer. Apparently, I knew that was going to happen. Maybe I should. I should Maybe I should write more things for next week. <laughs> well, I had a new segment, uh, Irish Gav's Predictions. <laughs> Thankfully, the other thing I predicted that uh, well, Chakoti and his wooden acting would be used to make a log farm didn't, the log cabin didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's still a chance that he'll at least be mentioned because we know Seven of Nine shows up. If there's still a couple, she could say, um, I got to go back home to my husband, Chicote." Or they could just find her at a grave somewhere. That would be fine. Dancing on it, pissing That'd on it. That'd be great. <laughs> Both. Uh, it that says here that Chakotay died of sucking. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible, and I served with Dr. Crusher. And it says and here Wesley. that uh, Harry Kim never existed. Uh, who? <laughs> oh, this is the best possible future. <laughs> <laughs> what day is it? It's it's first contact day, sir. <laughs> I but it's not too it. late. <laughs> oh, Harry Kim did it all in one night. Who? Oh, right. Merry Christmas, you old Harry Kim. <laughs> How dare uh, you, sir? <laughs> uh, anything else? Oh, also, I was thinking that that uh, Admiral could have been Admiral Janeway. Oh, that would have been cool too. That might have been a little too much, though. Like, that might have distracted from the tone of the scene if it's like, why is this captain from another show here? I would love to see Admiral Janeway show up. I think having her show up and tell Picard to fuck off is probably not the direction to go. <laughs> well, no, you're that's quite true. right, actually. There's a, there's, a, there's a section of fandom that already hates her, and I don't think that would help no. win them over. No. That's a good if, point. If Janeway's going to show up, I want her to be as awesome as she used to be. Yeah, like he he's stuck in a situation he can't get out of, and someone swoops in at the last minute and saves him, and it's her. Yep, that'd be cool. It'd be cool uh, if she would... just walked by in a, in a corridor one day and they were hi hi, and that, yep. that was mm-hmm. it. I'd also love hey, the topic. It would be nice to see literally anyone from uh, DS Nine at all. Yes, or an acknowledgement that they exist mm-hmm. would be nice. Like the the reporter could have been Jake. Yep. Yeah, but, but then he would be a then he would have been a dick. Ah, uh, I mean, he's a writer, you know. Yeah, <laughs> writers. It mm-hmm. probably was going to be him, but then he just uh, couldn't get out of bed that day. <laughs> Derek Lawson does right. not appear in this new series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Anything else? I think that's everything I got. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything for me. Uh, do you have a quote for us? Yes. It is what Picard... Well, it's the way Picard says hello when he gets to Starfleet. And it is thusly. Hello. I was hoping you would say thusly. <laughs> I didn't know I, I was also... going to until three seconds ago. <laughs> I also love that you can pick a two-syllable, very common word, but because he's Patrick Stewart, it's it's interesting to listen to. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is him saying the, but just listen to the way he says it. It's so good. The? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what an incredible uh, actor. Uh-huh. Oh, I, we didn't really talk about at the very end when um, Ratso and... Um... <laughs> Ratso and Fatso. God, yeah, Ratso and... Sticks. Ratso and Evil Teeth were uh, <laughs> scheming about uh, Rat- like Rizzo and Doctor Teeth. They're both there. The you world. go. <laughs> when they're when they're like, so she's like hologram calling in to him on the mm-hmm. on the board cube, and they're basically doing the the Sons of Soon oh, destroy yeah. the Federation. Like it was so over the top Snake Mountain, like meh, and also like, weirdly incesty. Well. Yeah, but, you know. It would be a shame to lose contact with you, dear brother. She says, baby brother. Like, who says that? Evil people. Only people who are in TV shows when they want people to know they're related. Exactly. I I have a younger brother. Matt, you have a younger brother. I do. Do I have never called him brother in my life. I have never said baby brother to my my baby brother ever, even when he was a baby. Yep. Hey, you know why? Because we both know. Yes, and we don't need to tell anyone else. You should, and then they would think there's a huge conspiracy going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a plot, a ploy to start a war, damn it. <sighs> but yeah, I I didn't love that. Like, my stuff about Starfleet being compromised, it, like, you've, like you guys said, it could go either way, we'll see. But this part definitely happened. There's no interpreting it any other way than what it is, which is Picard will no longer be a problem. Like, mm, do we need that? Really? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I was too busy trying to work out what the hell was going on. I mean, fair, fair. Yeah. Who? What? what I don't even know what they're doing. No, I think, I mean, I think that's the part we're still supposed to, to, you know, guess about. Secret plans, secret Borg plans. But again, I don't think the Borg are connected necessarily because I like I think that was a good misdirection in the previous episode. We're like, ooh, the Romulan and the Borg. Like all of our speculation was like, are they working together? Have the Romulans been assimilated? No, they're just digging around some corpses. Well, the thing is, it makes a lot of sense because you've got the Romulans who are like have nothing now. Like their empire's like in a shambles. Well, we don't. Cause... We don't actually know what the pro- what the Romulan Empire proper is like yet. Like we've I met these fair. guys on the fringes. Like yeah, they lost their home world, but you could you know you could lose a city mm-hmm. and still have a country. You That's know what I true. mean? Like, but um, like they might have lost Romulan and Romulus and Remus, but everything else is fine. But uh, digging into like a Borg cube for like I mean it's established that Borg have like super advanced technology. Like yeah. Finding stuff like that to sort of get a leg up to get your shit back together makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I think it's an official Romulan thing, but I also feel like because there's Federation people there, mm-hmm. like there was a Trill, there were Andorians, like obviously, I, I, my guess is that they're like academics, like because they don't necessarily have to go through the government and diplomatic yeah. channels. And like if Romulus doesn't allow the Federation here, but these guys are students, then that's a different thing. Well, and it would also be real easy to entice students to come look yeah, at exactly. the cube because it's fucking fascinating. No, I knew I knew someone who did archaeology like in the 80s and they got to go to some digs like behind the Iron Curtain, mm-hmm. which was, you know, no, that is like actually country, really cool countries you weren't allowed to travel to like as a private citizen. But because he was like with a university that had an agreement with some other university over there, mm. like he was allowed to go. And I think there's, you know, other things like that. And I think probably that's, that's my guess is that's what's going on here is like, mm-hmm. these guys aren't there through official channels. They're here because they're students or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We don't know what the Romulan government's all about. Yeah. Anymore. 
No, and I don't, and I don't know why Soji's sister—I can't remember what, what she's called. Oh Daj. fuck! Da- yeah, Dodge. Or no, the, that one—the the one that's alive. I don't know why um, she's. I don't know why she knows Romulan. Yeah, that that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I think that's something that we'll we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Have have we heard much spoken Romulan before? I was thinking about that when we got like subtitled. Romulan, like I don't think so. Like I think like, we we've did gotten Romulan in words for things. Nemesis at the start before it went ah. English. Oh yeah, right. With the oh, right entire, in the Senate, uh, Romulan the Senate, council yeah. is turned to stone. Right. Yes. Nemesis By is not Picard's a very clone. good movie. <laughs> no, it's not. But I I like when like because you know Klingon very famously is an entire developed language. I sure. like that Star Trek is working on like doing this with more of their you know. Like, I'd love to see, I'll never read it, but I'd mm. love to see a Romulan dictionary at some point. Here's the thing, you probably will, because at some point or another, we're going to need to make up Romulan shit. I've already had that happen, like, twice, having to make up stuff that sounds vaguely Cardassian for uh, Endeavor. Uh, you know what's actually great for that mm. is there's there's a Star Trek role-playing game out right now, and there's a whole guide specifically to, if you create a character from this race, here's how their names work. Oh, that's cool as hell. That's what I've been using. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Uh, any, anything else about this episode? Uh, no. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Just lots of questions. Yes, <laughs> but good questions. Yeah. Not yes. Like, not like why did I watch this? Yeah. Not like, uh, who is the Red Angel and why should I care? Yeah. Exactly. Who is All right. the Red Angel? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it was Michael all along, just like I said. Yep. Uh huh. <sighs> All right. Well, that's all for this time. Uh, as ever, the website, postatomichorror.com. If you want to write to us, postatomichorror at Gmail. Um, the Tumblr, postatomichorror.tumblr.com. We're here on Twitter, at Algar, at RobotMatt, at IrishGav. IrishGav? IrishGav Brown. Yes. Yes, right. Uh, and next week, uh, our friend Vishal will be joining us yes. to cover the next episode. And I will be so. in your house. Yes, you will. So look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, see ya, folks. The Post-Atomic Horror Podcast is a co-production of Ron Elgar Watt and Matt Robotham. Copyright 2020. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.